0: Thanks for listening to the AW360 Podcast. Today my guests are Julian Jacobs and David Anderson, co-heads of UTA Marketing. UTA, of course, is United Talent Agency, the 30-year-old talent agency that represents the who's who in film, music, video games, the arts, and much more. UTA Marketing is UTA's marketing arm, and Julian and David give an extremely compelling glimpse into the advantages a dedicated marketing division brings to their clients. I hope you enjoy this episode. Julian and David, welcome to the AW360 podcast. I'm so pleased to have you both here today.
1: Thank you for having us. We're excited to be here.
0: To kick things off, I think everyone knows UTA, and we we know UTA as a talent agency involved in entertainment, sports, what have you. Tell me a little bit about UTA marketing. Absolutely. Absolutely. UTA
1: marketing is the, is the consulting and advisory practice of UTA that represents some of the, the largest and most influential companies in the world, as well as some of the sort of earliest stage startups that are redefining the world of entertainment, the world of technology and, and really, you know, marrying the data, the access, the intelligence, the relationships of UTA. Uh, on behalf of these companies is the practice that Julian and I have built over the past you know, six plus years and um, is really a leader in the marketplace. And, and I think when you look at both the work that we've done in our roster uh, of incredible clients, we're really poised uh, and positioned, I think, for, for incredible growth and opportunity uh, in the world that we're living in today.
0: It probably seems like a bit of a no-brainer that a talent agency would get into the marketing side. But, you know, just as you walk down a, a Times Square or my my favorite one is walking the streets of Tokyo and you see these giant billboards with all these Hollywood stars advertising for products that I had no idea as, you know, somebody who's US-based that they even advertise for. What was the sort of genesis of bringing that to the UTA roster this marketing arm?
2: Richard, just to take a step back so to your your point here, you know, talent agencies have a a history of working with brands. So, you know, since our inception and representing influential voices in film and television, we've always sat at the center of connecting those talent clients to advertisers. And typically, and historically, that relationship looked like, "Hey, Coca Cola, you should work with our." Client, Kevin Hart, Johnny Depp, Brad Pitt, whoever that may be at the time, right? Uh, and put them in your advertising, and let's create you know commercials and uh, appearances and endorsements, leveraging the power of celebrity. And over time, as talent have become less one dimensional, and there are more and more ways for brands and entertainment and content, as that world has convened and come closer together, I think the talent agencies have really, in the last five to 10 years, built expertise, capabilities, and people to understand how to harness the power of a talent agency to do more with with advertisers beyond just selling them talent. And I think that that took some time um, and, we at UTA have been working with brands as clients in different ways for many years, and you know, about five and a half, six years ago, we took a step back and sort of reimagined and redesigned how and why we wanted to work with brands as clients, and that led to the the, the formation of UTA Marketing.
0: I probably very much oversimplified it. I you know, due to COVID and my work schedule, I admittedly don't get out much. So I tend to see those billboards. And that's the thing that sticks with me. But it would seem that, you know, we're in a place now, through technology, through social media, through all of these different avenues, that strategy would be one of the places where talent really could come into play there as well. How does that work? And does that sort of play a role at this time?
1: You know, I think building a strategy is really at the core of of what we do for our clients, and and I think as Julian sort of highlighted, you know the world has become increasingly complex in terms of you know where consumers consume content, how they engage with creators, how they engage with talent, how they um, you know connect with content that they love, talent that they love, books that they love, games that they love, and so at the core. know we really always start with building out a thoughtful strategy of how a brand can leverage content creators uh ip how they can leverage all of these things and really you know build far more effective advertising and i think more importantly far more relevant advertising to audiences you know the the shift of consumer attention towards Platforms and places where traditional advertising simply doesn't exist has never been more profound than it is today. And that's created a, a significant opportunity for brands to kind of reimagine how they're showing up in the world. And while, you know, certainly there's no question that billboards can be effective, and, and to your point, you're noticing them uh, as do many, but in the long term, we believe that there's a, a meaningful opportunity for brands to kind of adapt and evolve to this new world. And and one of the core premises that we really built the practice on was this idea of allowing direct connectivity to creators, you know, helping brands understand and navigate how to work directly or more directly with a creator to build more authentic stories and to allow them to show up in the places where that creator might be telling a story that doesn't allow a simple you know, 30-second spot to be purchased.
2: You know, Richard, I'll, I'll add to that, just going back to your comment about billboards and talent. You know, of, of course, you know, at, at UTA, a big part of what we're doing is helping brands and advertisers think about who and how to partner in the world of talent um, across the spectrum of, of culture, right? So whether that's talent, celebrity talent, whether that's gaming talent, whether that's talent in the world of fine arts um, and, and making those marriages and, and making those marriages successful is a big part of what we do. But, you know, also going back to your other question, Richard, about, well, why now, you know, equally big, if not bigger part of what we're doing is using the heart of the talent agency, which is its intelligence and its relationships and, and access to content creators in our work with brands. And, as the landscape of advertising has dramatically shifted, not just as a result of the pandemic, but as a result of the launch of these streaming platforms where advertisers can't buy ads, and the pace of culture has just accelerated so dramatically, there is a wealth of knowledge and information that we have here at UTA that we realize, well, wait a second, this could be helpful and beneficial to General Motors, to Coca-Cola, to late stage startups who are looking to accelerate their business through partnerships and entertainment. So for example, you know, we as a talent agency have been in business with every streaming platform at their inception. You know, the core of what we do is packaging content and film and television and storytellers with creatives to go out and sell television and Film and premium content, and we understand the needs and the mandates of each of those streaming platforms and what they're looking like, what they're looking for from the marketplace, from uh, from a content perspective. And we have intimate intelligence and, and knowledge about how they what 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 of their content slate are priorities, and how they're planning to market those. And when we sit down with a a company today, you know, and it was more, you know, at the beginning of the streaming wars, it was, oh my God, we can't buy enough TV. And now we can't reach our audience through TV commercials on Netflix, Amazon, Disney Plus, what do we do? And how do we work with these new platforms if we can't buy ads? And so, you know, our ability to come to that conversation with data, intelligence, and relationships to help those brands forge alliances with those platforms in new ways and creators who are supplying those platforms with content is, a, I think, a great example of why now and a, a bit
0: beyond the obvious of celebrity
2: partnerships.
0: Well, it's got to be an exciting time to be doing this just because of all the platforms. And to say nothing of, you know, just streaming alone, you think of things like you had mentioned gaming. I mean, gaming is huge and it's a multi-platform thing or VR or even augmented reality. How much strategy do you guys do in all of these new spaces? And how do you even begin to sort of put together a story around them?
1: You know, we we as an agency, and I, I think, you know, Julian sort of pointed to the, the data and the intelligence. I mean, to the extent that there are trends or new technologies that are receiving, you know, interest and attention, like you mentioned VR, you mentioned AR, you could also look at things like NFTs, which have gotten a tremendous amount of attention recently. We, we have to, and we are at the cutting edge of all of those things, meaning we have colleagues that are focused on those areas you know, far before they achieve significant scale because our clients are asking about them. We're asking about them. We're trying to understand how, how can these new tools and technologies impact storytelling. In the case of NFTs, we've had a, a longstanding fine arts practice where we represent artists and we operate a gallery space in Beverly Hills and soon to be a gallery space in our new office in Atlanta. And you know, as NFTs have sort of emerged, you know that's an incredible opportunity for our artists, clients, and for the world of art more broadly to um, to reimagine their business and, and sort of think through it. So we have that front row seat in all of these areas, and and you know, I think the strategy, you know, every client is different. You know, we don't have a sort of off the shelf offering; it's really bespoke to where you know where a brand is today and how they market. You know, and and Julian highlighted a few examples like General Motors, who's obviously been marketing for a long time and has a well-established sort of plan to, you know, a client like Lyft, who we started working with five years ago, who was, you know, aside from marketing to acquire riders and drivers, was really for the first time starting to think about how they market their brand. And and that's really exciting for us to be able to, you know, meet clients where they are and and build a roadmap to where, where they want to be. And, you know, we're certainly a fortunate beneficiary of of a lot of the trends because we do see this this moment in time where, you know, certainly the clients that we represent and the clients that we uh, would love to represent are all thinking about and realizing the need for some level of evolution, some level of reinvention, you know, some level of incorporating many of these new ideas and and technologies into their, their marketing strategies and plans.
0: This is going to sound like an extremely basic question, but how much fun is this? I mean, as I'm talking to you two guys, I'm excited to know not only what you're going to do, but how you're going to do it, who you're going to do it with. It just seems like there's so many possibilities here that this is like kidnapped candy store time for me. I mean, just to know about it, let alone to be on your side and actually doing it.
2: We're having a good time. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's it's really been the last, I would say the last four years have just been really, really exciting for us here at UTA across the business, you know, as these new platforms have launched, as creators have become the new stars, and as, you know, there are new voices uh, emerging on on these new platforms, it's it, it's just it's been really exciting, and I think you know David's commentary about um, you know Lyft, I think is a is a great example of a company that we've really been able to rally around as an agency and help them think about how, at the time when we started working with them, we were going to together normalize this new service called ride sharing. And how are we going to get consumers more familiar with opening up the idea of opening up your phone and an app and calling a car? And you know, through the power of content, talent, and and you know, alliances and culture, we were really able to help that organization move the category forward and drive adoption. And it was less about we need to beat Uber and really about the category. And I think, you know, of course that shifted as we, as we moved forward over the years with Lyft, but um, you know, it was exciting to be able to, and still today, to on behalf of a client, work with them in the, in the music space, source ideas and opportunities in film and television, help an organization think about how to show up at film festivals. And I think what's so exciting about what we're doing here at UTA in our work with brands is really looking across the spectrum of culture, sports, entertainment, music, art, and all of the practitioners and experts and clients we represent in those fields across the agency in spinning that wheel and putting it to work for, for brands. And you know, there's something we talk about here, Richard, at UTA, which you know, I'm still uh, trying to figure out how to articulate as, as, as clear and succinct as possible, but this idea of, of mapping culture. And you know, if you sit with a brand, they're gonna tell you about their, their challenges and who they're trying to reach, right? Who's their target consumer? What's the product they're trying to push, the service? And I think one of the really exciting things that we're able to do here at UTA is to look into the universe of culture and what's coming, and what we expect what's coming to land with that target audience and to start to develop partnerships and alliances across the what's coming for that brand so that they're, you know, ahead of their competitors and creating first of their kind partnerships that are going to connect with those consumers in different ways than a television commercial may. So I think, you know, it's a it's a fun time here at UTA. And I don't know, David, if there's... If there's anything, if you're having a good time too, I hope so.
1: You know, it is. I think, you know, I think that perception is is a common one, which is, it is a lot of fun. There's a lot of shiny objects, but there's also a tremendous amount of work that goes on behind the scenes to bring that to life. I think, you know, the, the one piece I would add to what Julian just said is, is that, you know, we as an agency sort of, we operate agnostically. And what I mean by that is you know, if you think about it, a creative agency wants to produce a commercial or they want to produce content and an experiential agency wants to bring, you know, ideas to life through in, in real world experiences, we're really focused on ideas and opportunities. And in many cases, those do come to life in the form of a piece of content, or they might come in the to life in the form of an event or the way that a brand might show up at an event. But at the core because we operate agnostically, we have complete freedom in the idea, which is incredibly um, exciting. And it allows us to leverage the best of what we do and, and also leverage other partners that our clients may work with to help ultimately bring those ideas to life. And then, you know, in, in the world of operating agnostically, while we have tremendous access and visibility through UTA and its roster of clients, when we're sourcing ideas and opportunities, we're doing so across the entire industry. And in being able to leverage our knowledge and expertise and go out into the marketplace and find the best ideas and ultimately find the best structure and form for how those relationships can be brought to life is a really unique uh, opportunity for for a client of ours. And I think
2: that's, it's so important. Yeah, it's such an important point, you know, this idea of being agnostic and it isn't just in the ability to source ideas to, to to what was David saying, but also Richard, you know, as you've sat down with different agencies in the past, you know, media agencies want to sell more media, creative agencies want to sell more creative concepts, right? They make more money when those things are churning. We don't really have that here. You know, we, we are, focused on finding the best ideas to help our clients stand out and break through. And sometimes those take the shape and form of content, talent, media. Um, but, you know, I think that's also what's been exciting about being at uh, at
0: UTA. Well, Jillian, you kind of opened the door for my next question, which is normally- Uh-oh kind of the I think of it internally in my head as the gotcha question. This is actually the first time I've ever said that out loud, but it tends to stump people. I have a feeling it's not going to stump either one of you. Where do you see the future of the industry going in 2022 and even beyond? And let's Julian, let's start with you, because you're the one that opened the door here. Gotcha. You know, I think there's a
2: couple of things that I am particularly passionate about and seeing out in the landscape that I think we're only going to continue to proliferate. I think the first is the proximity of how advertisers and brands want to engage with and work with talent and creators is only coming closer and closer. And you know, marketers that we talk to want to have a relationship with the producer of that show they're buying media around. They want to have a relationship with that artist that they're partnering with to create whatever it is they may be creating. And no long and so long ago are the days where, which is the system where you have brand marketer who's working with creative agency who's subcontracting out a lot of the entertainment and talent work to independent brokers who are calling the talent agent to get to the talent, you know, that those layers are being dismantled. And that um, hierarchical system that's existed for so many years in traditional advertising is being ripped down um, because not just because there's an interest from marketers to want that relationship because they need to. And, you know, in a, in a world where, they can't buy ads on these streaming platforms. How can they get closer into business with Issa Rae or Kenya Barris or Shonda Rhimes? And and you know, so that's something we're really excited about. And forging those alliances with those creators to to do interesting things that are shaking culture is is something I think we're going to see a lot more of. I also think that you know, and it's kind of lulled for a second, but it's it's there's been lots of activity around this idea of brands as storytellers and brands as producers of content. And of course, that has been around since the beginning of time and brands like P and G and Unilever and Coke have all played in this space, but there's really been this excitement and resurgence in the opportunity for brands to create premium content and have that content be distributed on meaningful streaming platforms uh, than ever before. And it's happening. And, you know, there was lots of articles and attention and press around some of these things from the headspace show on Netflix to the Nike documentary, to the work that png has been doing and having those, the, having that content actually live on a meaningful streaming platform versus, Hey, we're going to make something and put it on YouTube is, is, a hot topic and an exciting area, uh, for us, um, at UTA.
1: David, I'm going to, I'm going to dodge the, the gotcha question, but I, <laughs> <laughs> but I think in a way that will make sense. The reason that we built the practice and one of the reasons that I came to UTA was this idea of, I don't know exactly where we're headed in the future, but if I'm aligned with something that's unique and proprietary And that is the representation of the greatest storytellers, musicians, athletes, writers, directors, artists, that it really doesn't matter because our job is not so much about predicting the future each and every day, but it's our ability to interpret where the world is headed and then rely on the fact that we have this proprietary role in the world and that whether you know, to Julian's point, I do believe there will be much closer collaboration between brands and creators. I absolutely believe that. But at the same time, that may come to life in a different way, shape or form than we imagine today. But having the ability and the insight into how creators are thinking and how they wanna work with brands is something that, frankly, there are a few other agencies in the world that have that sort of proprietary platform in that place. And so I feel really good about the future because I know that UTA will have a meaningful role in shaping it. And and so, you know, in many cases, your guess is as good as mine. And it's one of the exciting things about this job is that we come to work every day and have these debates and sort of think about where the world is headed. But we also do it knowing that we're going to have an important and proprietary role in, in where that goes.
0: Amazing. Well, you guys have definitely super interesting jobs and I envy all the the stuff you get to do. Like I said, kid in a candy store, from what it sounds like. Um, Before we go, Advertising Week New York is right around the corner, less than a month away. And as this is being heard, probably only days away. Can you tell me a little bit more about what you guys are doing in, in terms of your involvement?
1: So we're incredibly excited about partnering with Advertising Week and as we thought about what, what is the story that we wanted to tell and the, the, the content that we wanted to share, we really brought it back to what we've talked about in this conversation, which is this premise of brands collaborating with creators. And, and when we think about creators, we think about it across the entire spectrum from an athlete, to a musician, to an artist, to a writer, to an actor, an actress. And as we built this story in this lineup, We really wanted to touch upon all of the different areas where consumers are really spending their time and attention. And I think what's exciting about this and I think interesting is when you look at those areas, which I think Julian will share a little bit more in a moment. um, They're probably different than the areas that we might have touched upon a couple of years ago. Uh, And I think it's going to be incredibly compelling, not only for audiences, but I think for the participants to help. Talk about and define, you know, how they want to collaborate with brands and how brands want to collaborate with creators.
2: We're so excited, Richard, that to have partnered with Advertising Week and on October twenty first, Thursday afternoon, um, UTA is going to be curating a, a whole block of programming and sessions tied to this theme of the creator economy on the main stage at Hudson Yards. And you know, to David's point, we really try to bring to life all the different dynamics of what's happening in this new creator economy and how brands and creators are working more closely together and how n- these new platforms are playing a role in that. And so we're, we've got some incredible clients and partners participating from an influencer that we work with named Tanks to an incredible artist, Devin Rodriguez, to the leading esports team in the world, our clients at FaZe Clan, who were recently on the cover of Sports Illustrated, and a handful of CMOs and marketers.
0: Uh, and uh, I think it's gonna be a really exciting uh, uh, day, and uh, we hope we get to see you there too. Well, Julian and David, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Thank you, Rick. Thank you so much, Richard. Thank you for listening to the AW360 Podcast, a production of Advertising Week. For more content like this from around the global advertising, marketing, and technology industries, visit www.advertisingweek.com.